Welcome to The Mighty Dragon. Today's guest is an actress in the new series of Frasier. Renee Pazota plays Smokey, one of Freddy's firefighter buddies and co-workers. Freddy is Frasier's son, remember? We are learning a lot more about Smokey's character now as the first season has aired, and I was absolutely delighted that Renee joined me for this interview on The Mighty Dragon to discuss Smokey and a whole lot more. Welcome to The Mighty Dragon. Hello, Renee. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you so much uh, for joining me today. I've just completed the last series of, well, the first series of the last series of Frasier, I guess I'm trying to say, Um, and it was just fantastic. And I'm so delighted that you're on the Mighty Dragon podcast so we can talk a bit more. Oh, great. We could talk a bit more about Smokey, um, your character. But first of all, what drew you to acting as a career? Well, it's funny. Um, I It's something I've always been drawn to since I was very little. Um, I can yes. remember I, back in the, I'm, I'm, this is how old I am, back in the day when, uh, you know, you'd go to a library and rent records and I would yeah. listen to musicals. And I was in a part of the United States that was very, didn't have a lot of culture. The South didn't have a lot of culture, okay. didn't have a lot of um, things for me to to be drawn to for that. So that was my escape. And I can remember even being four years old, standing with a hairbrush on the hearth of my fireplace, lip syncing to the Sonny and Cher show, you know, doing my best share impersonations. And, <laughs> and I, and it made my mom laugh, you know what I mean? And, yes. and I realized that, oh, making people laugh is kind of a cool thing, you know? And, and specifically I was drawn to entertaining people and making them laugh. You know, um, and that just ended up as soon as I was old enough to get out of Tennessee, I went up to New York and started studying and started doing stand up comedy and and just have never looked back. So doing stand up comedy, you pretty much got over your fears of facing an audience because that must be the harshest critics ever. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. What I love about stand up is it's all you and it's it's your responsibility and there's a an immediate gratification. It's one of the things I love about doing a show like Frasier too, because we're doing it in front of a live studio audience. And when you're doing that in front of a live studio audience, you can hear, wow, that joke did not work. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, okay, we need to look at that. And and I mean, the writers will come on set and we'll be like, okay, let's talk about this. What if we tried this? And we'll we'll fix it right, right on the spot. You know, I mean, these people yes. are pros and they've been doing it forever. This is my first multicam sitcom like this, but I'm in love with the format because it's right. just those those best combinations of, I, I'm also a big theater nerd. So I love live theater. I, I love the idea of a live audience. So being able to have that combination of best of both worlds in a, in a sitcom multicam situation is really great. I love it so much. Do you think that pressure brings out a better performance with a live audience there? You know, it definitely keeps you on your toes. That's for yes. sure. You know, I mean, it, it, it again, it, it ends up being a little more like a play, although with a with a show like this, you do stop and start and there are, you know, camera angles and different types of things to do. But in the moment, you want to be true to what you're doing and, 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 you know, pull that character through also for the audience. We're not playing out to the audience, but, but it, you know, you, you're aware that they're there, you know, yes. them to enjoy the performance as well. Yes. Um, I just wanted to touch upon Smokey, uh, the, her character. What do you like about her? I love that she's 
a strong woman, both physically and emotionally. I think we yes. got to touch on her heart a little bit in in um, episode four when they were at the firehouse and and yeah. the way that the firefighters took David under their wing to, you know, when they thought he was an orphan. I thought yes. that was I thought that was very enjoyable. And you got to see a little bit of their their heart and get to peek into their life a little bit. That that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Smokey. I hope, listen, I have a grand fantasy that Smokey is the long lost daughter, Annie Tortelli of Carla Tortelli <laughs> from Cheers. That's my fantasy. Oh my I'm God, sure the writers... <laughs> I'm sure the writers don't share that fantasy, but that's my fantasy. That's my yes. little secret that I have back there that I, I, you know, always wish will come to uh, fruition. But, you know, I, yeah. it's a weird thing when you're playing a character that is just out of thin air, right? Not, not a character that's based on anybody or, you know, for me, when I start to work on a character, I, I start with the voice. And because of the log, the location of where they are in Boston, I really wanted her to be um, a Bostonian, but not right. quite, not quite as much as Moose. Moose, right? Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Moose is played by Jimmy Dunn, a comedian who is actually from Boston, so right. he's like true Bostonian. Um, I wanted Smokey to have that Boston flair, especially because when you first meet her. Um, in that very, in the episode two, moving in, when you first meet her and she's talking, she's a great joke where she's like, wait, you yeah. told me your dad was a pipe fitter from Dorchester, uh, not yeah. a plumber, not a fan. And, and so those words were very Boston words. So right. I was like, she has to have a little bit of that or that joke won't work. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that, that kind of stuff. She's, she's, I think she's hopefully if, if there's a season two and they ask me back and there's, you know, another a smoky rides again, so to speak. Um, I hope that we will dive a little more into the firefighters lives. I'm glad to see that Moose um, and Olivia yes, working up, so to speak. I mean, who knows? I, who knows? Oh what gosh. Yeah. But I think that, that's a yeah. good sign that the firefighters will stick around. <laughs> I think um, it's such clever writing. It's very intellectual humor. And I think that has translated worldwide really well. Absolutely. It always has Frasier and Cheers always, to me, a little bit different from other types of sitcom, you know, sort of yeah. series. Yeah, absolutely. They're very smart. The writers are great. They're, they really know what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Can you share any funny or behind the scenes moments from Frasier? Well, every day there's something. I mean, Nicholas Lindhurst, <laughs> I know you guys. Uh, oh, gosh, yeah. He is just hilarious. It just there's just no no one better. Um, but that said, I would say for me, the one thing that st stands out was a moment I had um, in the B story that episode. Uh, is that episode eight? I think maybe I, I can't remember the numbers. But uh, the, the right. one called the B story where Freddie is um, intoxicated and he's oh yeah really yeah really smart, right? Um, there's a moment in that where Kelsey had to deliver this speech to it's a, it's a short speech, but it had all these complicated words and Freddie's pontificating. And then he's yeah. all like, 
uh, you know, when you get drunk, you're, you're, you hide your obfuscating wit and whatever it is. And it's all these really big, giant Fraser words. And he yeah. was tripping on it a couple of times. And, and my response <laughs> to the end of that paragraph is always, Jesus, you must be wasted, you know, to, to say that, oh, well, cause you're so smart. You must've drank a whole lot if you're so, you know, but in the middle of one of the times that he messed up, I just went ahead and threw the line out. And this was on a taping night. So the audience was there and, and I was like, Jesus, you must be wasted. And everybody <laughs> lost it. And, and it was funny because everybody laughed. But then Jimmy, uh, who plays uh, Moose, leans over and goes, it's been nice working with you, Renee. And I was like, oh, no, wait. And, but Fraser, but uh, Kelsey loved it. Yeah. And he has such a great sense of humor. And oh. I did it to kind of reset the moment for everybody so that everybody yeah. could breather you know so that was a that was one that stands out um but yeah. this group of people is they're just all so talented and and yes. I'm, so, I'm so lucky to be in their presence every day and and that the episode where bb newworth came back oh I mean, amazing I don't amazing have any, yes right i don't have anything funny to share from that although she's a hoot and i love <laughs> what i loved was the time the downtime that she was there because i spent all week in her company. And she's a, I'm, I'm, I consider myself a Jersey girl. Um, as soon as I got out of Tennessee, New Jersey is where I went yeah. to. She's a Jersey girl. And oh. so we just, I just felt like, I felt like I was talking to my aunt the whole time. Yes. And I loved spending time with her. So that will always be a special moment that I have from this, oh. this series. Smokey didn't do much in that episode, but just to be in the presence of, you know, yes. the great Sternen, it was, was great. <laughs> it was amazing how they had their same, the same chemistry after all that time. Um, and yeah. it was so, so such a good episode. great. Talking about your acting career, um, maybe talking about Smokey, but maybe other characters, how do you prepare for them and immerse yourself in that role? Well, um, like I said, I usually start with the voice. The voice is always my first place. And once I find the voice of the character, then I find everything else falls into place. Um, I know that's a weird thing. I, I actually had an acting teacher once who said that she started with her shoes. <laughs> And I was like, oh. wow. okay. Like, I guess that means the walk of the character. But yeah. for, me, it's, for me, it's always the voice. And again, with Smokey, she was from Boston. I did a, a character on um, the Orville. I don't know if you guys get the Orville over there. It's Seth MacFarlane's. Uh, oh, space. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really funny, it's kind of a funny Star Trek yeah. takeoff. Um, and, and like with that character, she was very fast talking. And, you know, so like I... I let the character move, come into my body through my voice. And, you know, like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think I sound like Smokey as Renee. Um, right. but then when no, I, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> when I jump into Smokey, you know, she's, she's got that Boston accent and she's, she's a little tougher. Um, I try yeah. not, you know, I try to think of their intellect, the, what their, what their histories are. I love when they're, I love playing real characters because then my work is a little easier to be able to take a look at what they've done and what their backstory right. is and what their history is. Obviously with something like Smokey, again, you have to make stuff up and my fantasy is that she's Annie Tortelli, but, yeah. but that might be all, you know, I'll yeah. have to change the story in my mind really quick if, if, yeah. if comes back for some reason. <laughs> yes, yeah, great. Um, yeah. What, what challenges have you faced in your career and how have you overcome them? Challenges. I think the, the, I think acting or performing of any kind 
is a challenge in itself. I mean, it, I, if anybody tells you it's easy, they're either either very very lucky or they <laughs> are uh, you know exaggerating. <laughs> they do. It 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 is you know it it's a challenge. You know, here we just came off this 118 day strike. Yes. Um, one of the things was living wages. It's it's right. very. I'm not even going to say very hard. It's almost impossible right now um, with all the different streamers and everything that's going on to actually make a living as an actor. I luckily am someone who has other skills. So I'm able to supplement my acting income through a technology career. So my technology career side by side, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time building that to a point where I can be completely flexible in it. You know what I mean? It's kind of of a gig job, like my acting, if I need to take off, Hey guys, I'm going to be gone for five weeks doing Frasier, (laughs) you know? So, and I can do that, but what that's afforded me in life is the ability to live in Los Angeles and own a house. And you know what I mean? And it, yes. I I always say I don't believe in the starving actor. It's never been a, a, a thing I felt. There are some people who say if I had had something to fall back on, I would have fallen back. But for me, I have this other thing that helps me pay my bills. But this is my passion. This is right. my what I what I all you know. And one day maybe it will become the thing that pays my bills completely, and I don't need anything else. Please. The biggest thing is being able to stay in love with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, challenges are, you know, financial and, and rejection and things like that. But those are things, you know, coming into it, you know, you know, you know, that acting is 90% rejection. And right. on those times where you're the choice, it's, it's phenomenal. You know, it's great. Right. Yes. But, but- but for me, you know, now I would say as I start to get older, memorizing lines is becoming a challenge. <laughs> it's not as easy as it was you in my twenties. Are there any like dream roles or projects that you aspire to be part of in the future? Well, you know, this is this is kind of metaphysical or whatever. But I I had said last year that I wanted to be that kind of character on a sitcom that just walks in, says something funny, and leaves. Yeah. So I think I think I kind of manifested Fraser into my life because that's kind <laughs> that's of what Smokey's doing right now, right? Yeah, totally. Um, I had modeled it on, I don't know if if you guys know um there's a show called Two and a Half Men here yes. in the and there's a great character actress, Conchita Farrell, who played Berta, the housekeeper. Right. right? And she would just like come in, say something snarky and leave. And I was like, that's the kind of role I <laughs> I want to, I want to roll on a sitcom like that. And then Frasier fell into my life. And yes. I was like, wow, I kind of manifested that. But I mean, right. uh, your question being, are there any dream roles or projects? I have been very lucky. I've gotten to work now with Nicole Kidman, with um, um, Viola Davis, with uh, wow. Michael Sheen, all these amazing wow actors and and in smaller parts but still always yeah. with that main person and yeah. learn so much from all of them so I'm grateful for any role I get you know what I mean I'm not yes. you know they're, they're now that Hollywood opened back up so to speak after the strike yes been a lot of um you know auditions coming in and some of them are super small and sometimes my people are like you know you're a recurring guest star on a pretty popular show right yep. now Do you, do you want to do this? I'm like, of course I want to do this. I'm not, Yeah. there are people who would, you know, give their left arm to, to be a, a, a four line part in a, in a series. Yeah. That I love. I'm just happy to work. So right. that, that, that's all I aspire to. 
okay that's an absolutely honest answer I totally, I'm totally with you on that uh, how do you balance staying true to a character versus bringing in your own unique interpretation to the role well so Smokey I feel like is my interpretation of what the writers yeah. need me to play with right okay because she is an established or based on a, a real person, my interpretation of her is kind of all there is right now. And what I'm trying to do is be true to the writer's intentions. Right. right? Okay. Um, I mean, using what I said about uh, being a Tortelli as an example, right? That would require me to think about the known circumstances around who Carla Tortelli's daughter is. Like, what does yeah. what what does it mean to have been raised by Carla Tortelli as a mom? Yes, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But again, yeah. with Smokey with Smokey in her current existence, uh, my interpretation of what the writers give me to play with is is really what it is. Right. Um, what advice would you give to aspiring actors entering the industry now? You know, honestly, stick with it. You know, I mean, if it feeds your soul and it brings you joy, that's what I always say. Just stick with it. Your time will come. There are yes. so many roles and so many opportunities and you just have to stick with it long enough for them to eventually align, you know? And I would also yeah. say have a full life. Like I said, I'm, I'm not a big believer in the, in the struggling artist. I think you, you have to have another life. You have to do other things. You, yeah. you can't let consume you. I know so many people, you know, I, 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 I of course I'm in acting classes and, and do that stuff with, with I, I see tons of actors all the time, some young, some older than me, some who give, who are so talented, but give up because it just beats them down. Um, right. This, like I said before, this business is rejection and you have to be healthy enough to know that it's not personal and it yeah. just wasn't your time. You know what I mean? That, that particular yes. role, it just wasn't your role. But your yes. role will come. It will come. Thank you. Um, yeah. As a busy actor, how do you maintain a good work-life balance? I don't. Always. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I really, I really do try. You know, again, like yeah. I said, I don't. I, since I, I don't. The biggest struggle for me is because I can't live on my acting money alone. I've, yes. I've, I've got this style of life that I enjoy. And because acting doesn't support it completely yet, I have to juggle those two lives. And that's very hard, you know, uh, again, because I'm in a position where I can say, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm going to do this podcast for an hour. I'll, I'll be offline for an hour or so. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That's I juggle my life. And it's just, my calendar is so important. I have everything in my calendar. If it's not in my calendar, it's not happening. I'm, I'm <laughs> yes. very organized that way because I have to be, I have to be. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Your final question, you will be pleased to hear. Yeah. Uh, what are your plans for 2024? Well, hopefully there's a season two of Frasier and I hopefully so they ask Smokey back. Yes. <laughs> but yes. That said, um, I'm also, I've fallen back in love with, with uh, stand-up and I've been doing a little bit of that lately again. So I, I probably will book myself some more, maybe do a, a, a short special or something next year. Uh, I yes. also have, I have some scripts that I've written that have done pretty well in some festivals. Maybe I'll make one of those this year, I, this coming year, but uh, oh, definitely stay busy. Hopefully get some other roles on some other things and, and just keep chucking along, doing what I love. So you're a writer as well. I didn't realize yes. that. Oh, what, yes, what yes. genre do you write? Do you, is it comedy or? 
A lot. Well, you know, honestly, this is the funny thing. My, my husband is a director and he does horror. I like to write horror comedy. So ah, yes. it, it's a, I like to twist those two genres together. So that's, that's what a, a lot of my, we have, we have a great pilot that we wrote called Geisting, which is yes. about poltergeist from the poltergeist point of view. So oh. it, it's, you know, a little, a little remnant of, um, we had written it before I discovered the UK version of ghost, which I like a little better than the US version, but anyway, <laughs> um, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for both of them now. I've, I've yeah. grown the, the US one, but I really love the UK yeah. version of oh. ghost. But yeah, we had written it before that. And it, it it's nothing like that, but you get the idea of like the ghosts from the ghost perspective. This is poltergeists who are a little oh. meaner and, and trickier uh, from yeah. their point of view. And you go to like their realm. So there's like some cool fantasy and stuff going on, but, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy that part. I enjoy writing and producing as well as acting. Oh. That's great. Yeah. All the best with that. That sounds terrific. Thank you so much. And Thank I you. really hope to see you back on Frasier. I really love that little group in the bar. I think they're so cool. Good. <laughs> Thank I'm you glad so much, Renee, and all the best for Christmas and for 2024. You too, Victoria. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.